Welcome to Former Hardway to Ecstasy, the podcast. I am your host, Owokoa, the Intimacy Marathon. This podcast is for women to be turned on by who they are and the conscious relationship they attract. So are you ready? Are you ready for more love, for more intimacy, for more pleasure, and for more ecstasy in your life and your relationship? Yes, it is time for us women to know and remember that we have a choice. A choice to say no, a choice to have kids, a choice to be unique, a choice to be in a relationship. But for you to execute that choice, you need to know who you are. So welcome to your self-intimacy journey for more spiritual, intellectual, physical, and emotional intimacy so that you can soar as a woman, so that you can be, and so that you can release what is no longer serving you. You got this love, you got this. Let's take a deep breath together and get centered and grounded to start our podcast together. Close your eyes if you feel compelled to do so and if you are safe to do so. Put up your shoulders. Imagine that all of your thoughts, your worries, that you physically put them into a basket, that you close and put on the side, they can go back and attend them once you have done. And now be centered, be grounded, take notice of your body, of your breath, and allow yourself to be in this present moment. Allow yourself to learn what needs to be learned. Allow yourself to connect. And allow yourself to get and to hear the informations, the wordings, and the affection that you have been looking for. Remember that you have your back, that you are enough, you are safe. And allow yourself to be present, to embrace the magic of this moment. Let's take a final deep breath together. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ah, let's call even upon the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come. I call upon the living Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, talk through me and share your wisdom through me. And that I share, that the information that I share is for the woman that will be hearing this message. And that she be moved to change. She be moved 
to take actions and as she feel your presence your healing presence your joy and as she knows that she is, she is not alone holy spirit come holy spirit come feel us feel our hearts and be here with us in this moment amen okay okay we're ready now i needed that moment also for myself so welcome 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 to from heartbreak to ecstasy and i am your girl oh your intimacy my van and uh this episode is dear to my heart because i felt compelled to share this episode with you it started to a different direction and i guess it will be merged with something else but Let's go with it and see what happens. So if you are new here, that will be the third podcast from from Hardway to SSC. It's such a pleasure to have you as part of the community. It's such a pleasure to allow me to journey with you. And I wanted to have this solo uh, podcast or episode, I should say, to get to give you the opportunity to get to know me, to know who I am, to get to know about my journey, to get to know about my beliefs, to get to know about where I'm standing and get an understanding of the community and what I'm offering. And also what you should, what you would be getting from that podcast for myself or for my co-hosts. So again, 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 again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to be for you to be here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. And if the message is resonating with you, I invite you to share with a woman in your life that will be uh, benefiting from this podcast, from this knowledge, from this love, and have support. We can make an impact together. I won't be able to do it on my own. I would need your help. And I'm asking you to help me um, get this podcast seen and to bring it to as many women as possible so that we can disrupt the status quo, the status quo, so that we can empower women, so that we as women can reckon with the fact that we have a choice. Yes, we have a choice to be with the what we want to be. We have a choice to choose. If we want to be in a relationship, if we want to be single, if we want to have children or not, if we want to be stay-at-home moms, if we want to work, whatever that is, we are unique. We are different. And that is the beauty of it. And I think that in this world today, we have a tendency to forget who we are. We have a tendency to be to put our uniqueness and our essence on the side because we want so much to fit in. We have a tendency to brush off our emotions, our desires, so that we can fit in and be accepted. But in doing so, we're losing a part of who we we are we you we are losing our essence we are uh, losing our identity and consequently we are losing our joy we are losing our stamina we are losing our boldness we are losing our resilience because we're working in a world where 
we become puppets. We are not who we were meant to be, but because we are so afraid of being rejected and abandoned that we decide to put on masks that don't even fit with us. We decide to put on masks that don't even fulfill our souls, that don't even connect to our essence just because we want to be accepted, just because we don't want to be rejected. So my question to you is, how do you feel? How do you feel walking in your body by being a stranger? Walking in your body by not allowing yourself to express yourself fully. Are you happy or unhappy? Do you feel like there is something missing? Do you feel that you cannot connect with your partner or with any man in that matter because you don't allow yourself to be, you don't allow yourself to connect with who you are? And I have been through that path and I'm still walking out of that path. I've been that woman that fought so much to be accepted, to fit in, that fought so much to be within the norms, into that boss that society created to me for me, into that boss that my family created for, for me, that I was contained to my friends. And I tried to be that woman that they wanted me to be. Because from their wordings, from their words, from their actions, from their behaviors, from their reprimands, I felt that I was not worthy, that I was not enough, that what I was bringing to the table was not acceptable. I felt that I was too different, that I was outside of what a woman should be. So I took years of my life trying to raise who I was, to build that personality that I felt would be acceptable to the world would be acceptable to my friends, to be acceptable to my family, to be acceptable to my partners. And every time I put on that mask, or the different masks that I've created, the different identities that I've created, I lost a part of who I was. I lost my essence. And... I was unhappy because I wanted so much to be loved. I wanted so much to be accepted that I was willing to betray myself for others to accept me, to love me. But at which price? At which price? You are the one that will be with you no matter what. You are the one that needs 
to accept who you are because you will live with yourself when the doors are open, when the doors are closed, when everyone is gone, when you're all by yourself. So do you accept who you are? Do you feel proud of the woman you have became? Or do you feel that you are impersonating someone that you are not? And you spiral so deep into your abyss that you don't even know who you are anymore. You don't even know how to get out of that rabbit hole. You don't even know how to connect to yourself. You don't even know how to be, how to love yourself. Consequently, you can't even get into relationships because you show up as a version of you that you are not. Because you show up as a version of you that you are not. Because you show up as a version of you that you dislike with passion. You've gotten to a point where you can stay silent anymore. You've gotten to a point where you can't pretend that it's okay for you to be. You can pretend to be a puppet anymore, let society move you around. You can pretend that it's okay anymore. And the relationship that suffers the most is your relationship with self. And if you don't have a relationship with yourself, if you don't love yourself, if you don't have self-intimacy, if you don't accept who you are, then you won't be able to attract your soulmate. You won't be able to be fulfilled in any relationships because you will feel that when it gets serious, you will feel like you are an imposter. You will feel that something is missing. You will self-sabotage. All your wounds and traumas will take over and you won't be able to stay in. So you see, the only one that suffers when you don't allow yourself to be is you and then your relationships, and then your finances, and then your health, and whichever order it is for you. So are you ready to take your power back? Are you ready to reclaim your power back? Are you ready to reach deep into your abyss? And we connect to your essence. We connect to who you are. Embrace who you are. The good and the bad. Whatever people dislike about you. Whatever people love about you. Learn to be who you are. Who you are in this moment. You might no longer be who you were in the past. But who are you today? Do you love her? Do you accept her? And how can you reconnect to her? And uh, 
I was a quick segue from my story. So let's start with my story. And again, I am over you intimacy, Megan. And uh, I am your host here for From Heartbreak to Ecstasy because I truly believe that a heartbreak is a gift in disguise. I truly believe that if you actually listen to the message, that you will get to the direction of your soul, what your soul intends for you, that you will get to meet your soulmate. And I truly believe that your first soulmate is you. Once you have found self-love, once you have ecstasy about who you are, how you show up in the world, what you say, and how you experience life, then you would attract your soulmate. And you too will fusion together to create something magical, something extraordinary. That it starts with you. So let's start with my story. Why did I come into that space? And why did I decide to have a coaching business to empower women to heal after a breakup? But most importantly, to have them be turned on by their wounds and who they are. And I've been on that healing journey on and off. I lately have been really steady, and especially the last um, the last few years has been like my bread and butter, <laughs> right? Where I really focused on because I realized that the path out the path I was heading on was not the path that I wanted to be on because I was. I realized that the woman that I was becoming was not the woman that I wanted to be. I didn't even recognize myself. I didn't even recognize the woman I was or the woman I was becoming. And the scary thing is I didn't know how to get back to myself. I didn't. I knew I could no longer be the woman I was because of the wounds that I've carried. But I wasn't happy with the woman that I am at that time. And I didn't know how I would get about and be soaring and embody who I truly wanted to be. Because you see, I believe that the version of myself in the past was sassy. She was adventurous. She was reckless. She was fearless. And the woman that I was at the time, that present version of myself, she was fearful. She was confused. She was wounded. And she was lost. I idealized the woman I was, and I hated the woman 
I was me presently, but I didn't know how to bridge. I knew I could no longer be that woman because of where I was, but I didn't know how I could embrace all of them and embody a version of myself that was acceptable to me. Because you see, I lost who I was because I wanted to fit in. I lost who I was because I was told I was too different. I was told a woman does not behave this way. I was told I was too much in my masculine. I was told I should change who I was to fit in, to be accepted. you resonate with these statements? I cannot be seen, otherwise I would be rejected. I need walls around my heart. My fears and internal stories are who I am. Embodying the victim's energy is easier than owning my emotions and their intensity. Living in the fantasy world to shield my pain and unresolved traumas. Self-sabotaging my relationships is the only way I can be safe. I need to stay in my masculine energy and bury my feminine energy. Unforgiveness keeps me whole and safe. If this is you, and you are ready to shift from heartbreak to ecstasy. You are ready to reconnect to your essence, to your soul, to embody who you were created to be and to experience ecstasy and joy that you have never imagined could be possible for you. If you are ready to be turned on, by your life, then I invite you to connect with me, chat, and let's rewrite your narrative and have you be turned on by who you are. Yes, let's rewrite your narrative and have you be turned on by who you are. So, if you're ready to be turned on by your wounds, you are ready to be turned on by who you are. You are ready to shift from heartbreak to ecstasy, and you are ready to be unleashed wide and on time, then this is your sacred invitation to reach out to me and see how we can journey together so that that pain and that fear that you feel right now can be replaced by more ecstasy, more joy, and more intimacy. So I see you on the other side. And this is your opportunity for a private coaching session for you to shift from heartbreak to ecstasy. So are you ready? Are you ready?
I'm asking you again, are you ready? To not challenge the status quo. And I believe them. I believe them because I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be an outsider. And I was young. I was young. I didn't, I didn't understand why my friends thought that I was different when I was young, when I was a teenager. I didn't understand why my parents felt that I was too strong that I should mellow down. So I tried for years unconsciously to dim myself, to dim my light, to shut off my voice, to act on my identity so that I could fit in, so that I could be accepted. Because you see, as a baby, I was never accepted. My paternal family on my father's side, they never accepted my mother. So therefore, we were never accepted. They never loved us. They never loved us. And uh, I could feel the tension. And I, as a child, I didn't understand why my brothers and I were rejected by the entire family. I couldn't understand how we were still blind. We were still 50% blind. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with me? Why am I being rejected? Why am I being pulled on the side? What did I do? What did I do to deserve this? And it still gets emotional because I never understood why would they reject me? Why would they reject us? And with all of the messages that I took, with all of the suggestions, believe that if I change, if I became who they wanted me to be, well, finally I said, who finally loved me? And I said, I was a child. I didn't understand the dynamics. I didn't understand why my mother was rejected. I didn't understand why they didn't love us. All I knew was that I must have done something. That's why I wasn't loved. And all that was reinforced with every rejection, with every distancing, with every comment from my friends, my girlfriends saying that I was too masculine. I wasn't behaving like a woman. For my cousins to lie about me because they wanted to have the life that I had, the showers of gifts 
and the shower of love that I received from my parents. Maybe it was for them to compensate the love I wasn't getting from my grandparents. Maybe it was for them to compensate the fact that maybe they felt that I felt rejected. But maybe it was just because my parents had loving parents. And yes, they're no perfect, but they did the best that they could with what they had. And I know the love that they have for us, the sacrifices that they made for us, for us to have the life that we have. But still, I could not shake that rejection. So with every comments, with every little suggestions for my environment, for my friends, for my family, every rejection for my paternal family. I concluded that I must change, must become someone that they want me to be so that they would embrace me, so that they would love me. So that I will fit in, so that I will be more of a woman. So I distance myself over and over from who I was. I distance myself over and over from my essence. Until one day I woke up. And I didn't like the woman I was anymore. I didn't like where I was heading. I knew where I was coming from. I knew where I was beside which I disliked with a passion. And I envied the woman that I was in the past, reckless, fearless, powerful, strong, resilient, bold. And looking at myself in that present moment, I was like, oh my goodness, you are weak. I don't even want to look at you. How did we get here? I didn't even realize it. And now how do I get out of this? I don't want you. How do I get on the other side? And that was manifested into my relationships. Where I became clinging, I became insecure. I was unable to keep a relationship for more than six months. And when the relationship was going, wonderfully I self-sabotage because of my wounds because I believed that I was not worthy of love because I believed I wasn't enough and because I believed and I needed to validate the fact that I wasn't deserving of love so what is this that relationship is working no doesn't make sense not deserving of love so I self-sabotage and it was unconscious until I went into that healing journey. For me, the healing journey started little by little where I started to notice those things. But I didn't, I was not yet equipped to 
disrupted and changed but I subtly years by years relationship my relationship I noticed and I somehow put one and two together that I started in my childhood when I was rejected so I had the fear of abandonment and the fear of rejection and uh, I also had that fear because I was envied growing up because of my physique because of my lifestyle that people envied me men and women men wanted to fuck me excuse my french and when i would not they would make up stories to degrade my name and my reputation because I'm originally from Africa, and for the woman, her reputation is everything. Her virginity is everything. And women envied me because they saw the success that I had with men. And they wanted the physique that I had. They wanted the experiences I was having. And they wanted the men that were interested by me. So I developed that complex that men, women could not be trusted, coming from the culture and from the family, that men couldn't be trusted because they were cheat, they were cheaters or they are cheaters, and I should protect my heart by any means. And so to protect myself, I became a new version of me. But that version of me wasn't aligned with my aligned with my essence, with who I was. And little by little, I lost my fire. I lost my confidence in myself. And I was saving, I lost my beauty my internal beauty, my external beauty. And when I went on to that journey of healing, it all started from that. And the there were two pivotal moments for me, but the one that I want to share today is when I broke my leg, I believe it was in 2018, and my S at the time decided to abandoned me because he felt that I was too needy, I was too bougie. <laughs> and whatever the story was, that's when I realized that, you know what, there's a pattern here and I need to interrupt that pattern. Otherwise, I would keep spiraling in the same if boss. So bedridden, I wrote my first book and I self-published it. And it was a therapeutic moment for me because of what I was going through, what I've learned, what I did to get myself out of this. And on the scene, I mean, I also, along my journey, I helped a friend. I was also going through a breakup. So it was just for me to heal. But not only just for me to heal, it was also to empower her and know that she was not alone. And that we had, and we have the power to heal. So that went from relationship to relationship, that self-sabotage, 
and I've been on that journey of healing and to me I realized that that disconnect happened because I lost a part of who I was and I was disconnected from my soul from my essence and it was time for me to find my way back home it was time for me to reconnect to who I am it was time for me to reconnect to my essence. So I went into a self-intimacy journey because I truly believe that healing starts with self-intimacy. When you really know who you are, when you are willing to go deep to your abyss, you are... Hello, 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 beautiful. This is your host, Owo, your intimacy man. And I'm here to welcome you to form heartbreak to ecstasy. This is your place for you to reconnect to your essence, to your soul, and be turned on by your wounds and who you are. Yes. This is your place to experience ecstasy and realize that your heartbreak was a gift in disguise. Yes, you might not feel it this way, but let me take you on a secret. It is a gift. And with that gift, you get the opportunity. <laughs> you get the opportunity to know who you are you get the opportunity to embrace who you are. Hello, hello, beautiful. This is your host, Owo, your intimacy. Hello, hello, beautiful. This is your host, Owo, your intimacy, Mevin. And I wanted to welcome you to From Heartbreak to Ecstasy. It's such an honor to have you. This is for you to have a place to reconnect to your essence, to reconnect to your soul, but most importantly, to be turned on by your wounds and who you are. Yes. Here is a sacred space where healing equals self-intimacy, where you get to be empowered and where you get to reckon with the fact that you have a choice. Yes, a choice to be what the fuck you want to be, a choice to be in a relationship or not, a choice to have a child or not, a choice to be a stay-at-home mom or to be an executive. You have a choice to embrace your uniqueness. You have a choice to define, to define what success means to you, what being in a relationship means to you, and you get to experience life with more ecstasy, with more joy, with more intimacy. You get to share away your pain, the pain associated to your heartbreak. You learn to get modalities. You will get modalities and tools that would empower you to step into your uniqueness, to own your power and own your voice so that you can unleash your inner power. Yes, your power of intimacy, your power of vulnerability, your power of healing, your power of sexiness, your power of ecstasy, ecstasy your power of joy. 
So again, welcome, 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 welcome to from hardware to ecstasy. And, and with the environment you allow yourself to be in. And most of the time, when you go in, we go into healing, we take that healing journey, which I like to call that self-intimacy journey. Like Because like I said, healing starts with self-intimacy and healing equals self-intimacy. Your healing and self-intimacy journey, when we go with that, there is a factor that we forget. Because I've been on that journey, I've been healing, I've been making progress, but I could feel in my soul that something was still missing. I could feel in my soul that there were different forces against me experiencing the fullness of my being, me experiencing the power of who I am me experiencing the joy of marriage and that is something that most people don't talk about and I want to bring it to your attention today is the word of spiritual marriages spirit husbands so you can do all the work you want you can be on that self-intimacy journey. You can try all the modalities out there. But if you have a spirit husband attached to you and that you do not address it, that you do not break the chains with him, you will still have the same patterns in your life. Even though you interrupted those patterns, even though you are very advanced in your healing journey, even though you're aware of your triggers, even though you take different actions, you'll find yourself saying, oh, why isn't it working for me? Why can I heal? Why can I have that bliss? Why can I experience ecstasy with myself in my relationship? Why can I keep a man for more than one month? Why can I experience joy in my relationship? Those two go together. The secular world and the spiritual world. And that's what I bring into my practice. I merge the secular with the spiritual because. And I was not even aware of it until recently. And that is a battle that I'm undergoing, that I had a spirit husband attached to me. And with the spirit husband, and I do another episode where I go deeper into that. But with the spirit husband, you experience some of the patterns that you have when you're wounded. You are unable to keep a man for too long, or you find that men are interested in you, but they will never commit to you. They won't want to commit to you, or you find yourself being a um, mistress, or you find yourself being in a relationship that is not going anywhere. You find yourself being really liked by men, but no one is really wanna snatch you and make you his. You find yourself having um, 
I wanted the ambulance to go by. You find yourself having wet dreams. You find yourself not connecting to the act of sex. You find yourself disconnected. You find yourself being lost and confused and lonely. But deep down, you know that you called for more. Deep down, you know that you called for marriage, but you just can't make it happen for you. And you feel discouraged because you've been doing the hard work. You've been doing the healing work and you've been on your healing journey, but still you're not seeing the results. So my question to you is everything that I stated regarding having a spirit husband attached to you, do you find yourself attached to them? And I will say, if you want to know deep, you want to go deeper and have a better understanding, reach out to me and then we can have discussion. And like I said, I will do another episode on that. So if you have a spirit husband attached to you and you don't break the connection, you will see how the same patterns, you still won't be able to call in your husband. And you might even meet your husband, but it will not stick because the spirit husband is very jealous and you are his property in the spiritual world and it is misleading the physical, that's what we forget. You have in the spiritual world before you have in the physical. So whatever is in the spiritual is in the physical. So you're married in the spiritual and you can be married in the physical. Even if you do get married, you'll find yourself that your marriage is not working or you find yourself in a situation of domestic abuse. And... So I found myself that no matter the work I was doing, no matter the catch I am, no matter the knowledge I have, no matter the attention I gave from man, I couldn't, I couldn't go to the next level. It was self-sabotaging, but it was also actions for the spirit husband that was attached to me so that is a recent discovery and i'm battling that with um i'm battling that in the spiritual realm and it connected me deeper to my faith and that is something that you are experiencing my practice also going forward the merging of the secular and the spiritual and so if you've been healing and you've been on that journey, and you find yourself, you're still unable to be fulfilled in a relationship, to have a committed relationship, or even to love yourself and be in love with who you are. And you exhibit some of the symptoms that I said regarding having a spirit husband attached to you, then you might have to go to battle. And that's what I'm doing. And I can see the difference already 
in my life, in my relationships, in my business, in my health. And even look at me, even in my appearance, in what you see in the physical, in what you see in the physical. So that was it. That's what I wanted to share with you today. I know it was a long one. <laughs> That's what I wanted to share with you today. And it is a pleasure to know you, to walk by you, to have you as part of my community. And remember that you're never alone. You're never alone. We work together. Let's transform together from a caterpillar to a beautiful and magnificent butterfly. And know this, you got this, you got this. So that was my story. I wanted you to get to know me. I wanted you to get to have a better understanding of who I am and what the podcast is for. And since we've been spending a lot of time together and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you virtually and I cannot wait to talk to you. Let me know if you have any questions or if you want to go deeper in anything that I shared. And until then, have yourself a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful week and a beautiful me, month of me. Bye. We just finished another episode from Heartbreak to Ecstasy. Yes, we just finished another episode from Heartbreak to Ecstasy. And as always, it's such an honor to have you as part of the community and to tag along on your self-intimacy and healing journey. I want to remind you that you have a choice. You have a choice to be who you want to be. You have a choice to embody a higher version of yourself. You have a choice to embrace all of you, despite what society says. And remember that you got this, you always got this. If you love what we shared here today, I would invite you to share with a woman in your life that will benefit from this. And I also wanna know your thoughts, what kind of topics you want us to share. So go in the comments below, reach out to me. If you want us to have a conversation, I'll be more than happy to do so. And I'm here to service you and I need your help. I need your help to bring awareness to from heartbreak to ecstasy. So if you feel called to do so, please be my steward and help me bring the podcast to more women so that we can disrupt the status quo and that we can allow women to experience more ecstasy in their life and be turned on by their wounds and who they are. And until we see each other, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful life full of ecstasy. Bye.